Dat Fam, it's Katie Wilson, or your captain speaking. We're currently streaming and recording the show via webcam so we can all stay safe during the COVID pandemic. If you're interested, you can support us by following or subscribing to us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the Dat Network. Of course, the best way to directly support this podcast is to rate, follow, review, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or whatever it is you're listening to us on. And remember, if you're loving the immersive sounds and music you hear during our game, those are provided by Sirenscape. The app is free and comes with 10 sound sets that are included to get you started. You don't even need to register. Use the link in the description to let them know we sent you. Thanks again, and enjoy the show. It's Saturday night. It's 6 o'clock. There's a tail hidden in the stars, and all we have to do is reach up and grab it. Welcome to Things in Space. Last time, according to the ship's logs. The crew of the Scourge were on a town. The underground military training facility called the Warrens was holding the location of an essential stronghold of the Sunrise Collective. Tracking it down had been the easy part. Dealing with the beast that had stumbled upon the base, that was a different story. The monster rumbled its way towards Captain Phoenix, who stuck solidly into place with an overwhelming sense of vertigo. Death was on her doorstep. With a selfless act of heroism, Anawewi Officer Mims rushes into battle, standing side by side with the captain. The creature bit and gnawed upon the limbs of those closest to it. Acidic saliva coursed through the veins of the heroes as it steeped into their bones. The rest of the crew slipped forward closer into battle, but it was Detrian who paid the price. The creature lifted its seemingly useless, extra, trunk-like appendages and shot forth a torrent of the acidic liquid. After a tremendous battle, the heroes felled the large monster. Abedzagak and Mims ripped away at the beast. Mog tore its brain asunder, and Detrian and Nono blasted it until it flopped lifeless on the ground. Captain Phoenix remained in a horrible situation the entire time, but at one point did strike at a bedzigak. With the creature gone, they looked for a moment to relax. No such time existed. A horde of these beasts were stampeding toward the building. They rushed into the guardhouse and hunkered down. Through the screams of pain and slurping, the crew rested the night in a fitful sleep. When they awoke the next morning, they were afraid of stepping outside. The ominous of silence wafted through the air. They cracked open the door to a scene. Members of the Sunrise Collective lay dead everywhere, alonstrosities piled over top each other. Frank about the facility. Seeing the cameras still operational, they decided to slink along the roof to the front door, which had been torn aside. Once inside, they found another set of locked doors. Light and broken cadence as Mims offered to crawl through and press the button to panels. He followed through with this offer, and as he pressed the button, it was ripped in the dark room by a long tongue. As the party rushed hallway, they discovered a sickening sight. Mims was mere moments for eaten by another one of these horrible beasts. With quick work, Abedzagat and and Captain Phoenix, who had recovered, now capable of doing things, and a miraculous summoning tried and true angel from Detrian, the beast was destroyed in mere seconds. Perhaps uh, the fear that the crew of the Scourge uh, misplaced, however, uh, stumbling into a brig, the Ford, with a swift movement, a prisoner, screaming insanity, and ready to rushed the captain. Now join me as we traverse the night sky. 
On Vesk Prime, the ancestral home and space reserved for high society, there was a family known for its extraordinary work to the militaristic culture of the Vesks. Although they had not reached the upper echelon of social greatness yet, they were on the cusp. Years of hard work, ferocious tenacity in battle, and brilliant strategic insight had created a value in the, militar in the military family. Rising in rank, they rose in history. So the Turth family set their sights on up. The lineage of the Turth family was filled with decorated officer after decorated officer, some known for their keen mind in combat, others their extraordinary strength. But every one of the Turths developed deep into their adherence to ancient custom. It seemed to set this family apart from the other Vesks. However, the smallest and youngest of eight siblings was a female-born Vesk named Abedzagak who was now the age of seven. Abedzagak was not like their siblings. Flighty and prone to let their mind wander, Abedzagak often wondered if they were from another race or planet entirely. Meanwhile, Abedzagak's parents were constantly disappointed, labeling them dreamy, absent-minded, or their personal favorite, an embarrassing waste of time. On one particular day, their family home was flooded with the richest and most highly regarded Vesk on all of Vesk Prime. Their parents had repeatedly echoed the phrase all morning, a four-star general is coming. The oldest brother, Ginthenric, was graduating from school and was set on a path to military academy greatness. Naturally, all of high society folk simply had to gather to celebrate him. Some were there to dote, others to offer credits in exchange for higher education. More realistically, though, all were there to rub their luxurious, lizardly elbows with people of higher echelons. The hypocrisy oozed off of the guests. During the hustle and bustle, Abedzagak sat in the corner of the outdoor back patio in what their mother called Abed's Cave, the space where they often painted, sang songs to themselves, and blocked out the, the sounds of clinking glasses, fancy suit jackets, and a sea of stoic faces. Abedzagak was more interested in making up stories and songs, one of their favorites being about befriending a small, fuzzy, silly creature with a big heart and a loud mouth. It seemed the opposite of Abedzagak's world and the Vesks and Vesks altogether and the image of that different universe was more than appealing. What would it be like to not be a big, thick, muscled creature built for war and conquering? Abedzagak giggled a little. It tickled them to entertain the idea. Lost in their playtime imagination and drowning out the cooing of the dozens of teenage female vests doting on their big brother, Abedzagak began loudly singing their latest song. <sighs> If I were a teeny tiny happy ball of fur, I never would be called a him or they or them or her. I would just be me, happy as can be, helpful little me, a happy ball of fur. The cacophonous echo of nothingness returned to Abedzagak's ears. They hadn't realized how loud they were being, but the crowd did. And now the crowd was suddenly silent. They blankly stared and suddenly the urge to blurt out anything overwhelmed Abedzagak. Panicked, they gave a gratuitous bow and pretended to hold a long cigarette. 
They spoke in a half-hearted voice. Uh, all hail the great and powerful Ginsenric. But be careful, they call him Sick Brick Rick because he's as dumb as a pile of bricks. Hmm. Badzigak clucked in laughter, thinking the joke to be joyous and triumphant, but it fell away into the silence. Storming from the back of the crowd, Abedzagak's mother stomped slowly toward them, lips pursed and eyes burning with fury. Consider yourselves warned, fancy folk of Vesk Prime! Abedzagak continued as their mother dragged them by the elbow into the household. Why can't you, for one afternoon, act like a member of this family? Abed's mother spoke through her teeth while she opened the door and threw her little and threw her little one into the study. Just want to sing, Mama. Singing is not what we do. But maybe it's what I do. No, and we will not have this conversation again. Now stay in here until the last guest has left, she said as she locked the door behind her. Abedzagak, stunned, cried one single tear, and then flung themselves around the room in a tirade. Grabbing anything they could, the little child snatched a data pad. Hoping for some entertainment to release the pent-up anger and sadness, the child saw nothing but a holographic projection of specific enemies of the Vesk. Abedzagak saw pirates, armed military forces, and a surprisingly well-dressed darker female elf in a velvet cloak. It was a drow, or so Abedzagak thought. But none of it was the cartoons and distractions the little Vesk had craved. Abedzagak stuck the data pad in her pocket and slumped into a small ball of a lizard, comforted only by repeatedly running their small claws into the red Afghan rug. Time shifts around the universe to reveal an older version of that tiny Vesk self, Still different than other vests the world has seen, Abedzagat can only stare at the crazed man who is attacking their captain. They reach for the rug, a rug now that seems to hold sentimental value to them. Abedzagat doesn't seem like they're going to curl up into a small ball of lizard anytime soon. What do you do? Uh, well, seeing that, uh, and having these super-powered limbs, I'm pretty much Midoriya from, uh, from, uh, My Hero Academia at this point. So nice. I'd like to do some pretty awesome acrobatics and bounce off, uh, like, jump, bounce off this wall here and just punch this guy super hard in the face with my foot. <laughs> okay. Because I right. need, I, like... I just saw him disappear. I don't know what happened. All I know right. is I need to get Captain Phoenix back, and I don't know if that he needs to be alive to do that. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I like it. So, um, so roll your attack roll. Cool. You don't. Okay. Oh I, well, first roll your acrobatics roll because right. that's important. Uh, so that's a seventeen on acrobatics. A seventeen. Yeah, you're bounding and jumping like a glorious gazelle. Um, <laughs> All right, I'm a gazelle now. <laughs> <laughs> Roll your attack. Uh, so that's a 15 on the die. I don't know what my... Yeah, you're, I mean, you're adding your base attack plus your strength modifier. So uh, you connect and you punch him right in the face. Okay. Uh, so 
go ahead and roll your unarmed attack damage. So you're instead of one d4 plus your strength modifier, you're gonna roll two d4 plus twice your strength modifier. Oh my gosh! Four auto crits (laughs) and a three, so seven. And then I don't unfortunately have a strength modifier. So. All right, but you still punch him real hard, right in the face, non-lethally. Non-lethally. Mm. We continue along. It is... And I end up... I'm assuming I end up, like, behind him or something? Oh, sure. Cool. Uh, unfortunately for you all, it is his turn. Oh, boy. He reaches out. He goes, I knew you were fake! You're all supposed to be dead! And he reaches out to touch... You, Detrian, casting a spell that you know to be very similar to one that Captain Phoenix always seems to be doing. Okay. That's an 11 on the die. Uh, And with this ability, that is going to be a a 15 against your touch AC, which is your EAC. Uh, that hits my EAC. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. All right, so this is uh, something that you all know to be Jolting Surge. Katie, do you want to talk about Jolting Surge? uh... Yeah, Jolting Surge is super fun, and Ben totally stole it from me. Oh no, it's actually in the book, so... (laughs) Am I still still affected by that, like, con modifier? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, okay. until it goes away. Great. Uh, here's this 4d6 worth yeah. of damage. Yeah. Oh. Mm. That's nasty. Okay. You're at a total of 15 points of <gasps> electricity damage. Ow. So, yeah, that's not great news. Bad. I mean, the question is, do you have any med AIs? Uh, patches could pop out, but I, you know what? You don't have any med AIs, so I don't. I'm, I, but I'm, I'm, I'm okay for now. Okay, all right. Uh, he does that, and then he is gonna stay right where he is. Actually, he's gonna no, yeah, he's gonna stay right where he is. Okay. It is now Abedzagak's turn. Abedzagak, what do yeah. you do? <laughs> okay, I think I know. I found the thing that I want to use. Oh, no. What is it? Can I use fast talk? Okay, you have <laughs> fast talk. Um, what what happens with fast so talk? So with fast talk, uh, you baffle your potential foe, causing it to be surprised when combat begins, which <laughs> I imagine, considering it's called fast talk, that I can run up to him and be like, hey, nobody do to do. Look over here, you big dummy. And uh, cause it to stumble. <laughs> yeah. Uh He's very surprised by this action. Nobody do do. Said to him to sound more like nobody do 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 boo. Yeah, so very surprised. You run up to him and, and yell in his face, and he's like, oh, This is weird. And then and what do you want to do? Um, punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Melee attack, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. Okay. 
Please roll a natural one. <laughs> Nineteen. Nineteen. Oh. Yeah, you, you hit him. Roll your roll, roll your damage. <laughs> okay. You gotta run. You gotta show me on roll twenty that you've run up to him, please. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm doing a lot of things, Ben. Okay. Ay ay Hold on, I gotta move her up. Move them up. Excuse me. Beep beep beep. Do biddly do. There. Just to let go. you know, we do have BBBBs rolling in the Bitbox Battle Bosses. Dark Knight has given Katie uh, a Bitbox Battle Boss, and Sarah BC1 has gifted Mog with one as well. So oh, hey, nice. Hey. Yeah, it's, it's going off. Damage is four. Four points of damage as you punch this guy in the face. He's just, he's getting punched a lot. Um, we move on. <laughs> it is now Mog's turn. Okay, so just to be clear, this black hole that opened up was not from this guy. It was from some agent of chaos, correct? Yeah, I mean, it, you've seen it. You, you have you have no idea how they come about. I mean, right. this, the stim packs and all that kind of makes sense because they open up from, you know, from a Bedzagax, you know, uh, drone that's flying overhead. Uh, but these agents of chaos, they have a different feel to them. Sometimes they're really, really good, but other times they're very malicious in nature. AKA crossbows. <laughs> uh, okay. I want to save my captain, but black holes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, we've not spoken to this thing at all. Can I, can I try to identify the creature specifically? Absolutely. You need to roll a, a life science check. You got it. 11 on the die. My total is 18. And then it is also a theme knowledge for me. So it says that the DC Ooh. is reduced by five. Okay. I'm glad Mog, Mog just popped up right over your face. <laughs> <laughs> Mog. Um, Mog. Uh, so you have surpassed the DC uh, twice over. So what I can tell you is that this is an Ikeshti broodminder. Um, so this is an Ikeshti. Uh, it is a technomancer. These, uh, these are a hardy race of lizard folk native to the deserts of Akaton. And then what would you like to know? I would like to know... Alignment, please. Uh, alignment. They are neutral. Okay. Um, hmm. Okay. And then you get one more piece of information. You can get, you know, uh, any special attacks. You can get its weaknesses. I'll, I'll take weaknesses. Okay, weaknesses. Uh, it doesn't seem to have very good fortitude or reflex saves. Okay. So. Um. I will move up to here. Okay. And I will point my gun and ready an attack uh, if it uh, is hostile again. And I would like to speak to it. Okay. And say, We may have startled you, but this can end if you desire peace as well. Roll a diplomacy check. You got it. A seven on the die, plus my diplomacy, which is a nine, so 16. And he looks at you and he's like, you shouldn't be real. You shouldn't be here. I watched you die. 
Um, and you're holding your you're you're readying an action. Yes. For uh, for an effect, so we'll wait for that. And now we move on to Captain Phoenix's turn. Oh boy. Um, yeah, this is uh, this one's going to be quite interesting because Captain Phoenix, you're transported into a pure white room, bright light all around you, pure white. And there's only one thing joining you within the room. A little blue alien that looks a lot like this. <gasps> Wait, uh, there. Uh, uh. <gasps> no. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Phoenix, what do you do? I got sent to a room alone with an alien? What is wrong with this game? All I'm saying is another potential crew member. <laughs> All of a sudden, I see Detri in, in Assassin's Creed Odyssey where you can just in, invite anybody to be on your ship. Yes. Oh, oh I, I was thinking more Metal Gear Solid where you're like <laughs> launching them up with the balloons. Just everyone. Yes. Oh, yes. Having been just, you know, thrown into this this room, I think she'd be like, hey, wait, stay back. Where am I? It just kind of looks at you and tilts its head ever so slightly. Ooh, can and I then- do like a knowledge to see if... If it would like, if it seems hostile, I don't yeah, know like, what abs- that would be. Absolutely. Um, go ahead. You are going to need a, uh, yeah, a, a life science check as well. Life science. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's a sixteen. Okay, you get to know what it is. Uh, it is known as a gray. <laughs> but that's all you get to know. <sighs> And is it holding uh, like that that weapon? Oh yeah, it's definitely it's got weapons drawn. Um, yep, yep. Uh, does that weapon look like it's a little electrical? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, it looks electrical. <laughs> yes. Okay, great. Well, then I will try to cast. If it doesn't respond to me after I tried talking to it, I'm going to uh-huh. cast Jolting Surge. Okay, great. Yeah, I love that idea. Uh, that doesn't make <laughs> me feel good. Uh, no. All right. Ooh, well, that's a natty 19, so hey. 21? Uh, yeah, that's a hit. You, oh, you electrocute this is, it. This is such a... Mm, I know exactly what this is, but Phoenix doesn't. Um, okay. Great. So that actually, that would have been a twenty-three to hit if that changes anything. So cool. I agree with you. It's mm. a, it's a super cool thing. Yeah. Um, roll your damage. Uh, it's not gonna matter, but okay. You don't know that. Uh-huh. Uh, that's gonna be 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Does seventeen points of damage. Um, I hate you. Okay. And uh, and then it looks at you, and it it, it feels this electrocution. And it goes, 
And then all of a sudden you feel this like burning pain within your mind. It feels like your, your brain is about to explode. Hey, Sam. Oh no. What's uh what's, what's needed for a good old mind thrust. Uh, is that a fortitude save or a will save? It is a will save. Okay. A will save there. Captain Phoenix. Cool. 17. 17. All right, you pass. Taking half damage. I'm going to sink your damage. Oh, okay. You can't sink damage, but you could have... I'm going to anesthetic dart your damage. You can't anesthetic dart any damages. I can't? No, <laughs> no, it's D20s. Oh, dang it. That's a total of 10... Oh, I'm sorry. It's, a, it's only five points of damage. Coursing okay. through your mind, but you still feel like you're just in this room looking at this creature. We move on. It is now uh, No No's turn. We're going to move back over here, you know, because that's where you guys are, um, where the real world is. Uh, no, no, what are you going to do? First and foremost, <clears throat> do I feel Mims walking already or? Is he waiting on me? Uh, he's waiting on you. He's like, uh, yeah, well, well, should I move to? Do, would you like me to progress up the battlefield? Or would you like me to <laughs> wait right where I am? You know, I'm not really sure right now. So we're going to hold back you, Mims. All right. That sounds good. I'm only here to help. So. Uh, okay. Uh, Nono is going to... Scriff! You stay put! Stay! Stay! Uh, and then Nono starts fiddling with the belt around her waist, like, around her waist, which would look like a, a rib cage of this guard. Yeah. So, uh, she's fiddling with it, and a, uh, an energy shield pops up around her. And so that's great. This guy's watching you the entire time and is like, ah! that thing's got too many arms. <laughs> no, I only have two arms out. All the rest are under the shirt. Right, There's only two armholes. Undulating arms underneath. <laughs> it doesn't look weird at all. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then Nona will ready a shot with her BBBB. Okay. Uh, but she will wait for an answer as she yells, What do you mean you saw us die? You all died and saw you die! I watched you with my own eyes! When? Uh, time! Ah, you're all ghosts! I don't have to respond to you! <laughs> okay, she's gonna shoot him. Okay. She tried. Oh, no. She asked. She did ask. She did uh, ask. <laughs> that's a 17. 17. Yeah, that's a hit. Oh, Roll no. your D20 worth of damage. I really didn't want to kill this guy, but now I'm afraid. Hopefully I roll low. We'll find out. I love the DM reaffirming his decision not to give us more information by having his character say, I don't have to respond to you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's 16 points of damage. Oh! Wow. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> I didn't want to kill him. <laughs> uh, you knock him unconscious, and uh, 
<laughs> She's dying. Um, no! This guy is dying right now. Um, so we're going to move to the top of the round. <laughs> oh, uh, boy. It is it is Detrian's turn. Detrian, so, what would you like to do? Detrian would be panicking right now because he just saw Nono blast this dude. Uh, so he's going to just yell, what are you doing? And he's going to run up and try and just like put pressure on the wound to try and stop him from bleeding out and try and stay. Okay. All right. Roll a heal check. A heal check. Oh. Or a medicine. I'm sorry. Medicine check. All right. Yeah. Uh, there we go. They're not called FIFA combat steps, Ben. They're called 16. guarded steps. Guarded step. 16. Uh, yeah. You are able to, to staunch the bleeding. You, uh, you just, you push down really hard. You feel like your mechanical arms are just like holding down firmly and putting extra pressure right where the uh, the wound is, and you stabilize this creature. But it's not over yet, so we're gonna keep going through this. Bedzgak, what would you like to do? Is is, is there anything special? Uh, well, I'd like, well, I have two stim packs. Okay. And we got to keep this guy alive. Can I use them? He's already, he's already stabilized at this point. Okay. Okay. He's not not all the way healed up, but, uh, but he's not dying. He's just a little, little, little wounded. Yeah. He's a little unconscious and a little wounded. Okay. Can I get down on my belly where, cause he's on the ground. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm going to get down on the ground and I'm going to say, Hey buddy, remember, remember the, remember me? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say, Desiree doesn't say say anything. He's just like giving a glare (laughs) to a Benzikak. He's not happy. (laughs) (laughs) That's too good. As he's holding this dude's like giant blaster wound. You want the rug? I could give you the rug. <laughs> Keep it from bleeding out. Okay, say hi, hi. So we're confused. Listen, you say that we're ghosts. We're not ghosts. We're still here. Something about us being dead that makes me a little nervous. Tell me, tell me, soldier. Tell me what's up. Uh, roll a perception check. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, twenty-three. Call him soldier, and then you're looking and you're thinking to yourself, "Wait a second, is this a soldier? Is this a Sunrise Collective? Is this a Brass Dragons?" He's not either. He's not wearing any insignia. In fact, his clothes look torn and ragged, kind of smelly. Mm. You remember he ran out of a cell, so it's just very. It's a little confusing to you. Jamie. <laughs> Mog, it's your turn. Uh, I would like to go assist Detrian and provide uh, more long-term medical care. Sure, yeah. You run with up my and start sweet med kit. With your sweet med kit. Uh, All right, roll a roll to treat deadly wounds. 16 on the die, plus my medicine, which is 6. Uh, All so right. 22. Uh, so you, you're able to just kind of start stitching up, uh, this creature, 
so you are able to heal for two points plus your intelligence modifier. Which is um, one. So you're able to heal this creature up for three points uh, long term. You feel like you haven't done quite enough, um, but they're not dying. They'll right. they'll heal naturally, um, but it's all it's all really really rough. That takes about a minute. So that's going to be your turns for for the foreseeable future. And now we get to Captain Phoenix. Captain Phoenix. You're in this room with this creature. So uh, what are you, you going to do? Can I use perception to see if my, uh, if, if I did any damage? Like, would I know if this creature is feeling a little injured? Right, right, right. So uh, go ahead and roll a perception check. Hmm. 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 S- 17 total. 17. You did see it got hurt. It got hurt. Um, you know, it, owie. Um, it just oh, doesn't. You are it, so it, mean, it, Ben. It got hurt, um, but it just seems like it seems like it has way more hit points than you originally thought, or or you know, it's just it's a sturdy, sturdy gray. Okay, I'm going to. Pull out my needler pistol. Oh, cool! That's what it has. Oh, good. And I'm just gonna ready in action. If okay. if it attacks me, I would like to shoot it with my cool. pistol. Okay. Uh, roll a roll a will save. Hmm. Two. <laughs> uh, can I add my stim to that? Your one stim to make it a three? She got my two. That's gonna help. Wait, wait, wait. She got my two. I have so many. (laughs) And then she'll have five. Wait, hang on. I've got so many stims. I should probably use them. Uh, so that's five. And then I'll I'll use I'll use ten of mine. Okay. So it was Jamie's one that made the difference. (laughs) Thank you, Sam. Seventeen. Seventeen. Is still not enough. <gasps> As you freeze in place, <gasps> you can't move. You can't do anything. You can hardly breathe. As your person is held, you're under the effects of hold person. You can't do anything. <laughs> it's a lot of fun for me. I'm really appreciating. And Crossbones just gifted me another B B B B. My goodness. Oh. Hmm. Keep yes, drinking. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. I drink yes. with you, my captain, my captain. Cheers. Cheers, Queen. Mind. You can see it kind of ekes up closer to you. And with one of my BBBBs. It reaches out with one finger and touches your mind. All of a sudden, you start feeling all these images. They just fly past your brain. Uh, Images from different worlds, different anguish, different pain. It just is filling up your brain. Roll a will save. Eleven. Eleven. And it has one question for you. 
Where is the scourge? And it ekes through your brain, going after moment after moment, ripping through your mind until it finds where the scourge <gasps> is. We move on to Nono's turn. Nono, what would you like to do? No, uh, no, freezes. No, no. If you were to look at her, I mean, you can't see Mim's face because he's like, I would assume his face is like the belly of the guard in the shirt. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, yeah. can't really see him, but uh, after dealing, No, no, hasn't hit anyone with her blaster. For more than like a couple of hit points <laughs> in multiple combats. Yeah. And she just blasted this dude and she was trying to talk to him. And Nono freezes. Nono doesn't do anything. She sits there on top of Mim's shoulders in shock and and horror. Oh. Yeah. Really, really rough. Um, P.S. Your goods, the ones that are not one-time use, like the uh, Omega-13, uh, they will last for the entirety of this session. How about that? Um, so, what, a, what about my? If I do find somebody, I want to kill. Yeah, no, that your your uh, your it goes to eleven. That's going to last this entire session. I, I'm going to have trouble keeping track of time between episodes. So just per session, it will be on a basis. Got it. So you got it for this session. Your uh, mechanical jumpy legs and punchy arms, Wes. Those are uh, those are for this entire session as well. Hey, superpowers. Okay. I'm going to assume we just go through the order until we get back to Captain Phoenix, who is in this room, stuck. Can't do anything. And all of a sudden, it reaches out to touch you again. And it gets ever so close within a centimeter of your mind, looking for more information. And then you're back. You're back where you were, right in front of this downed person. It, was it like I just like woke up from, or did I fall from the sky? Like You just popped back into existence right in front of him. You see he's now down on the ground. Detrin, you see that your captain is now is now back. Uh and I like kinda of look down at the guy. Well, I guess knocking him out worked. Where did you go? Phoenix is just gonna turn around and walk. Was there a doorway we've already been in? Yeah, she'll probably just like walk into this cell. Right here? Just <laughs> to... Phoenix walks into a cell. All right? Yeah. Good talk. What do you do? Where do you go? Do you wait? Do you talk to this person? Like, 
Is he still unconscious? Yeah, he's still unconscious. You'd have to do something to to heal him up. All right. So uh, seeing Captain Phoenix walk into the cell and I would turn to Mog and be like, Mog, do you have this under control? Don't let him die. Yes. All right. I'll be back. And I would walk into the cell and Captain Fe- with uh, Phoenix and just motions. What is going on? I don't know. I I don't know if it was another one of my dreams or if I was taken somewhere, but... You literally vanished out of thin air. And yesterday you weren't yourself at all and almost got killed by a giant creature. I don't know what's going on. All right. Well, maybe we take a break after this mission. Once we're off of here, I think you need some time. I don't need time. I need to find it. This all must be part of it. We have to find it. Right, but you won't find anything if you get killed because you go into a blank stare and something shoots you or eats you. I have to find out. I have to find out if he's a part of this. He? And she's going to walk out. Okay. Can't, though, because that's when Nono has run up behind the cell doors (laughs) and locked them and taken the keys to the scourge and is just like... (laughs) How dare you? No, actually, Nono uh, jumps off of Mim's shoulders. Okay. And, um, like, shirt dragging on the ground around her little feet. And she walks up a little closer to look at this this guy on the ground while Mog takes care of him. And she she's just like, I, I didn't mean to, to hurt him that much. I... So, it's, I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. And she like she looks at her gun for a second, her pistol, and she she's like, "It's not. It's not right. It's not right." And she begins just like disassembling her her pistol, trying to find what's wrong with it, because she has to be able to fix it. She has to be able to help. This wasn't help, and it's destroying her. Ah, <laughs> uh, Abednegak goes over to Nono and puts her their claws on her many hands and says, you're still the most helpful and stops the dismantling of this gun. You're still the most helpful. It's okay. So we don't do things correctly all the time. It's okay. It's okay. If you want later, we'll all sit down and we'll go over all of the bad things I've done. Yeah, but bad things. You don't have to have a bounty hunter come find you to fix them. Uh, Would I have overheard this conversation? Yeah. Yeah, you definitely did. So I'd walk up to Nono and just see, like, the horrified expression on Nono's face, and I would just kind of kneel down and just be like, Nono... I saw what happened, and I know you didn't mean to hurt him like that. Taking a life is not an easy thing. It's unfortunately something that I've become very familiar with. 
but this is seems to be a new world for you. Are you sure you're up for this? I'm up for whatever Abedzigax says we're doing. I know, and Abedzigax seems to be your your compass. But you need to know your own direction, too. I had my family tell me what to do my entire life. And I know that you have a bounty on you, but you two seem to be becoming really good friends instead. And at some point, you're going to have to decide for yourself if this life is truly for you. There is great wisdom in what Detrian says. Perhaps for now, while you sort things out, you would make great use of this. And I would like to hand her my pulse caster pistol, which does uh, non-lethal damage. Um, thanks. You know what? Thanks, Mog. I'll erase y'all, that from Y'all are really good role players. And y'all deserve each a point of inspiration for all of that, which was so good. Each of you gets a point of inspiration. And I'm giving Everybody? myself I'm giving myself a point of inspiration too, just because no. I want one. Uh, uh, <laughs> Gross. I, I disapprove. <laughs> Ugh. Oh boy, that's Ben. <laughs> what? What did I do? I, I I didn't do anything in that. You all you all facilitated that beautiful moment. Um. Okay. So whatever. We're gonna play the game. We're playing the game. Remember that part in Hamilton where they're like, can we get back to politics? <laughs> uh, and Detrin will stand up, put his hand on top of Nono's head and just be like, you're doing a good job. And now, uh, Detrin, I will over. say, I will say this is the first time you've heard the word bounty hunter. Um, and it, like, this is the first time you've ever maybe really heard a Bedzagak when they're talking about their relationship referred to like, no, no referred to a, a Bedzagak as like a bounty hunter that came and got them. Okay. I thought, I thought that I had heard it on the ship as well. You might have, but I don't know that we've ever gotten into the fact that like at this point, the crew, the crew besides no, no and a Bedzagak have some understanding of no, no being a criminal. Yeah, he definitely doesn't know what's going on, but he knows, like, it, knowing what has happened in his past, no one has asked him either. Um, yeah. So he figures that at this point with this crew, everyone's probably got a dark past, and if they want to share, they're going to, but he wouldn't press it. Cool. All right. Um, so this guy's still unconscious. It looks like, you know, maybe tomorrow he would be okay. Um, if you guys sent patches his way, maybe patches could do it. Um, but right now he's, he is what he is. Um, you are once again in a detention cell block area. Um, there's, there's an evidence locker. Um, but it doesn't seem to be anything in it. Nothing at all. 
No. Okay. You would see though that this guy that this this um this Ikeshti uh was in a cell, presumably, and does have things on him. Uh, all right. Uh, I'd love to move up and search him. Yeah, he has a few things on him. He's got Freebooter Armor 1. He's got a survival knife. A tactical semi-auto pistol with 30 small arm rounds. Well, I would definitely remove the weapons and set them aside, and I would uh, probably... Um, take the the pistol. Everybody can roll a sense motive, except for Captain Phoenix. Well, no, you were there beforehand. You can all roll a, a, a retroactive sense motive. Uh, 14. 18. 14. <laughs> Six. Two. Mm. Um, math. <laughs> 22. <laughs> 22. Mog, uh, you were the one that really seemed to be trying to talk to him, trying to calm him down. It does seem like this guy is on something. Um, that maybe some sort of drug has riddled his mind. Um, this one perhaps is under the effects of some substance. Perhaps he'll be more calm when he awakens. If we are to continue to move through this facility, I suggest we make sure we keep an eye out so this one does not get hurt either. Perhaps he has some information on the telekinetic assault that the captain and I experienced. So what do you do with him? Where do you put him? Hmm. I... (laughs) Do not wish to lock him up, nor do I wish to tie him up. For if something happens to us and we leave him tied up here, I would feel responsible for a potential death. Uh, I have an idea. Yes? What if we laid him down on a very comfortable rug and strapped him up? so that he doesn't move and we could drag him with us. So if anything so at this happens, point, <laughs> go ahead. That's it. So I think at this point, Phoenix has kind of been in her own little like silent <laughs> world. Yeah. And she's going to chime in and say, no, no, Mog Abedzigak, continue forward. We have to get out of here. We have to quickly move through this place and get back to the Scourge. Our lives and our ship depend on it. Detri and I will handle this man. Unless there is something you'd like to ask him, I'd like you all to continue forward. Uh, by the way, this guy was played by Steve Buscemi. Um, <laughs> ah, okay, perfect. So now you tell you know. us! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm li- glad I'd, I didn't kill him. <laughs> I'd, like to, I'd like to strip the freebooter armor off of him and equip it myself. Yeah, all right, he is naked. Uh, just No, I'm just kidding. He's got just raggedy clothes on. Um, right. So he's he's just on the ground. He doesn't have things in space. 
Phoenix is just waiting to see where the rest of the gang moves forward, but she basically wants to handle this guy with Detrian. What um, does handle him mean, Captain? Oh, no, she doesn't actually say that out loud. That was Katie talking. <laughs> you said it earlier, yeah? I was going to ask that before you even said Oh, okay. <laughs> Guys, uh... Do you want to go through this door? <laughs> door there, and then there's a door, uh, door like right in front of Mog. <laughs> yeah, the one in uh, front of Mog. Also, we haven't been through this last door. Uh, yeah, that leads to the evidence evidence locker. Oh, I thought that was a toilet, and I wanted to go search the toilet, but that's fine. I mean, it can be an evidence locker. Wanted that's to cool. go search the toilet. I get it. I get it. Um, but yeah, it is just an evidence locker. Um, okay. Uh, okay, as the thickest member of this group, I guess I will go in front in case there's anything bad, and that way the the small, fuzzy, happy friend of mine, uh, as well as my gelatinous slug buddy, uh, <laughs> you gotta go through me to get to them. Oh boy, Jess, I want you to uh, always be my friend. Okay. Uh, so Abedzagak bursts open the door. They, they just smash it open. Yeah. And... They don't just open it? They no. smash it? Ah, Hulk smash. Vests, vests, vests cannot uh, just open doors. They have to Hulk smash. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> this large room has doors on all four sides with a long conference table running down the center and lockers lining the walls. A holographic projector in the table center shows a three-dimensional model of a sauna town and a side, bob- a side bubble clear light with several locations labeled in red. A window south of the door in the eastern wall looks into a small room. Where's the window? The window is right over here. Sorry, I'm trying to... Oh, I'm sorry. Here we okay. go. I'm pinging it right here. The The window is on the eastern side. It takes oh. the whole wall. Okay. Uh, I want to look through the window first. Okay. As soon as everyone clears, I think uh, Phoenix... Well, I, did Detrian leave? <laughs> I, I didn't leave. <laughs> gonna, I'm waiting. Uh, so Phoenix is waiting for Mog to go into the other room with everyone as she as she ordered them. And and I guess we're waiting on Mog. I am staring at you. <laughs> what are your intentions to handle this one? <laughs> Don't worry, I'm not going to kill him. I have questions, and I need you to protect the others. Hmm. Detrian, you have threatened people in the past. Is this what you are referring to? This creature was clearly a prisoner here. I have no plans to threaten it unless it attacks us again. Hmm. I do not understand your reasons, my captain, but I shall listen. You don't need to understand my reasons. You do just need to listen. No and <laughs> and as soon as he makes it into the doorway, she's going to turn to Detrian and say, tie him up, bring him over here. And basically motioning to bring him into this 
little room to tie them up in here. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, so I'll bind his hands behind his back, but I will pick him up in a way that I don't further injure him. Okay. Uh, being careful. Honorary, uh, on a way we officer means is like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Should I? Um, just... Well, where should I? Okay, bye. Yeah. Uh, and I'll I'll lay him down on the bed. He'll go in this room. And at this point, is this guy? Um, is he conscious? Can he talk? No. No. Not yet. What? But I will say that uh, we'll transfer over now to Abedzagak because Abedzagak, you are looking into this into this room, mm-hmm. and you realize that it's a it's a mirror, uh. but it's not a it's not just a mirror that blocks off. It's 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 a is it a what? It's a one-way mirror. One-way, yeah. So it's a one-way mirror, and you you look inside, and you see someone that you've recognized before. You see Nibs, the Yusoki who you've been searching for. Wait, my reflection is Nibs, or no, no, no. You're looking into this room right here. And inside, sitting at a table, chained to the table <gasps> by the hands, is Nibs. Just kind of slunked over, head resting on the table. Guys? Guys? Yes? <laughs> yeah, on a way off the limbs heel. <laughs> Detected to, you know, I'm heel. I found nibs. Hmm. Did? Well. I would like to try to open the door. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to climb on Mim's shoulders again. Puppet man. Okay, you climb on Mim's' shoulder. Um, I'll move Mim's away. And tuck in the shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Door. The door to the room is locked. Can I try to open it? Can, but it is locked. Can I punch it? (laughs) And as you are fiddling with this door, you hear the door shut behind you. Uh, Which, the one that we had come in? Just come in. Okay. Stepping forth in front of you is a... a woman. She is... Tall, she has this this skin that is um, it looks like lava. It 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 just oozes and moves, almost giving a flame like quality between the the curves of the wrinkles. Um, I don't have a picture of her. What I do have a picture is of uh, what her her species looks like. And they look like this. Mm. <sighs> That's awesome. And oddly familiar. Roll a physical science check. Sure. To know what species she might be. Absolutely. 
But before you do that, <laughs> she yes, takes, you can. But no, sucks all the heat from the room and holds it within her, and she says, "Well, I was a little nervous that last night you all might have gotten away, but now I see you're here, and I'm so glad you are." And she unleashes this wave of heat that she has sucked in from you. She's going to hit all of you in this. And the door is shut. So let's everybody roll initiative. (laughs) They get a reflex save, though. Oh, they do get a reflex save for a little bit of overheat. (laughs) But, uh, you know. You're using all my spells tonight. Oh, yeah. Ooh, 23. 23 for a Benzagak. It's a pretty good roll. I'm rolling good today. I got a Mog 9. No, that's what 9 is. Mog 9. 14 for Nono. 14 for Nono. Hey, Mog Should I be rolling as well? Yeah, everybody needs to roll because I'm. I'm assuming you you're gonna hear some combat happening here very Nin- very soon. Nineteen. Nineteen. That's what I got too. Nineteen. All right. I believe Detrian's gonna go first in that grouping. Uh, but Mog, I need to know what your uh, initiative modifier is. Samuel Forbes. Sorry, I think what? it's a zero. I need to know what your initiative oh, modifier yeah, it's, is. It's zero. Okay, good to know. <laughs> All right. I'm glad so. you're going to mom call us out on stream if <laughs> we don't hear you. <laughs> That's great. I am going to mom call you out on the on the stream. Okay. Good. Uh, so I'm going to pull her into the room. Uh, she's played by Leslie Mann. Um, <laughs> oh, I love yes. Leslie Mann. Just to let you know. Uh, but she's got to step up pretty close. Uh, pretty close to get all of you. Um, I believe she can do it from right. Meow. Getting you within a 15 foot cone. Right. Actually, she'll step right there and do it. That'll get y'all on a 15 foot cone. <laughs> um, and so. Wait. No, there. That'll get y'all on a 15. There it is. <laughs> now we know how to do it. So let's get reflex saves going for this uh, overheat. How do you want Mims and me to uh, roll that? What would you say is fair? A minus four or a minus eight? Minus four. Minus if four sounds good to me options. too. That, yeah, yeah, minus four sounds good too. And Scripp will roll his own, I guess. <gasps> is that a natural one? No. What is it? Uh, well, it's a seven for Mims yeah. and me. So uh, Mims is like, oh, wow, and kind of flops around. No, no, is stumbling off. What and it's is a Scriff? six for Scriff. Yeah, Scriff gets just torched in all of this. Uh, no, no, or Abenzagak and Mog, how about you? What are those reflex saves? 16. 15. 15. 15. Both of you are able to scamper out of the way and kind of duck down. Mog uses his like undulating slug-like form to just bleh, kind of wiggle away from the flames while Abedzagak, uh just it just hides. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
Anyone taking full damage is going to take seven points of fire damage. Anyone not taking full damage is taking three points of fire damage. We're at the top of the round of Bedsgak. It is your turn. What are you going to do? Oh, God. Can I hurl my body in front of my friend Nono and Onoewi Officer Mims? Uh, you can. <sighs> I mean, if you want to take a guarded step over there, sure. I do. Right. Um, And I still have... Hold on. I still have a good agent of chaos. Left. Yeah, you still you still have your uh, six seconds where things could change. You have your omega-13. <laughs> okay. Technically, technically, you could go back in time and use your omega-13 to warn everybody of the reflex save that they're about to have to make. And I would let everybody re-roll, taking the better of the two. What a great idea. <laughs> Let's do that. <laughs> All right. So you, you you smash the imaginary button that creates the omega thirteen, and uh, all of a sudden there's a there's a uh, everybody kind of shifts back, and you say, "Well, watch out! There's an overheat coming." Um, and everybody gets to re-roll. If you're nice. an natural twenty, I'll let you take no damage. So. Ooh. Nineteen for me and Mims. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're taking half damage. My 15 was better. I'll stick with it. All right. Oh, same here. <laughs> but Scriff rolled the same. Six. Okay, so Scriff is still going to take full damage. Uh, everyone else only takes three points of damage. And now, technically, Abedzagak, it is your turn. Oh, God. Can oh. I just yell at her, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want? You're the one that attacked my complex. What you're doing here is bad. Okay. You're hurting people and you don't care, do you? No, not really. Great. I'm going to plasma bolt you then. <laughs> Sorry. That's what we have to do to bad people. You hurt my friend. You mess with me. You mess with the wrong <laughs> lizard. That's going to be a dirty 20. <laughs> yeah, that's a hit. Great. Wow. And damage. Ugh. Ten points of damage. Ten points of damage. Okay. Uh, what kind of damage? Uh, the electrical kind. Oh, the electrical? Or is it? Did you say plasma? Oh, plasma. Did you say yeah. plasma? It says that my weapon is plasma, electric, and fire. Electric and fire. And so you said ten points of damage, right? Yes, I did. Would you say that 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 damage is like half fire, <laughs> half electrical? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely would. I trust so Sam just, before I trust you. It just seems like it didn't really do as, as much as you wanted it to do. Oh, come on. What a cheater. Uh, <laughs> Detrian, it's your turn. You hear just like a Benzagak yell and then a shot ring out. Uh, so he would just be like, beep. And then uh, like just quickly glance at Phoenix before he just takes off out of the cell. Um, and I've still got the double movement, right? Yeah, you do have double... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, you do have double movement. So I so get up to the to... door. Uh, okay. Am I able to open it? Uh, it's kind of locked, bud. Okay. So he's going to do something uh, a little interesting. 
Okay. If it's okay with you, we'll see All how right. this goes. Okay. Um, he, looking at the lock, it, it would it be something that he could he would think that he might be able to easily hack, or is um, it? it? It's it's one of those data pads that's on the side. You have no idea what kind of uh, what kind of complexity there is within this computerized system. Okay. So uh, he's going to fashion what I'm going to call an improvised uh, shape charge. What? He's going to take one of his frag grenades and okay. he's going to take one of the energy packs for his pistol. Oh boy. He's going to fashion them together and put them next to the door. Okay. So I'll allow that to be, uh, okay. I'll allow that to be an action for sure. <laughs> uh, okay. So you've, you've moved and done a standard action. That is your turn. Unless you want to use your blah, 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 blah from Sharna. I can't uh, use the rest of my movement. No, because you can only move and then do a standard action. You can't continue your movement through. All right, so I've fashioned that that shape charge. Uh, so yeah, that's that's it for now. All right, all right. So you you put a shape charge down at your feet. Oh, a breaching boy. charge, improvised breaching charge. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Crossbones Hey has donated five dollars a stim pack for Sam. Fantastic <gasps> gesture for no yo. Oh, no, that, no, no. Thanks, Crossbones. You did a nice Aww. thing. I think I said. <laughs> I think I said no yo like fro yo. No um, yo. But don't worry about it. All right. Uh I will say I really liked what Wes said during that moment, just to mm. say. Love it. We move on. It is Captain Phoenix's turn. Captain Phoenix, what are you going to do? Well, what happens with the grenade? Mm. That's a good question, isn't it? Do you want to shoot it and find out? Do I want to shoot it? Yeah, the grenade? He just said a grenade. Tied to uh, uh, an energy pistol charge on the ground. Right. When does it go off? I mean, he hasn't, like, pulled a pin or anything like that. Oh, he hasn't. So you want to shoot it? Do you want to shoot it? Do you want to shoot it and blow it up? Ben, stop trying to put stuff in my head. Captain Phoenix shoots it and blows (laughs) it up. Blows up Detrian. (laughs) Um... Well, uh, not to um, completely blow your mind here with some crazy, you know, really uh, amazing thing that she's about to do, but she's going to hold her action. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. Uh, I'm going to pull you off the board. You tell me when you would like to go. You bet. Uh, Next up is Nono. Yeah, Nono, go ahead. Uh, Nono is sitting on top of Mim's shoulders. Yup. And this lady has very clearly made us know she is bad guy. She's a bad guy. Bad guy wants to see the world burn. No pun intended. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> no, no, kind of looks at Mog and raises the pulse caster pistol and is going to take a shot. Okay. I give her a gentle. Okay. Um, before you do that, uh, Jamie, I do want to point out that CXB has listened, uh, and there is now another agent of chaos bad on Katie. So. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm not- why am I here? <laughs> You're the captain. Uh, oh no. Oh, oh no! What is it? I got a natural twenty. Oh and my goodness! 
I don't know. That's amazing. Do you want the card or do you want, uh, or, or do you want? I think I want the card because okay. I don't want to kill her strictly. For... You have a pulsecaster pistol. It's non-lethal damage. I know, but. <laughs> so it could be a lot of non-lethal damage. But like if I just did double and I rolled another natural 20, that's 40 points non-lethal. Right. Yeah, but it still doesn't kill. I know, but it's still just like, ah, give me the card, Ben. I pulled the card. This is a uh, an energy attack, correct? Let yeah. me. Double. Oh, you know what? I I like this. It is uh, electricity. So, yeah. All right. Okay. Um, for damage, I don't know if that is what you're looking for. Uh, I like this one better because the the one the one that was above it it just doesn't work. So we're gonna go to the kinetic one. Throat shot. The target cannot breathe or speak. This effect can be removed using first aid task or the medicine skill. Wait, normal wait, damage? They can't breathe? She just shot her so hard. Yeah, it's normal damage, so roll that d20 just, worth of damage. Okay. If, just, if they can't breathe, there's no oxygen. If there's no oxygen, there's no fire. They struggle to breathe. They struggle to breathe. Yeah, you just struggle in the throat. Yeah, but I, this person does not require breathing fire to live, Jess. Right, I don't is that know. What your mind just went to you guys. It might not matter because I just rolled nineteen non-lethal. <laughs> non-lethal oh my goodness! Right to the throat, pops her. Uh, <laughs> yikes! She is not looking great. Hey, uh, thanks, Norse Foundry, for the amazing dice that are killing. <laughs> plus, rolling there. Um, this woman, she goes. She's like. She drops her both of her hands and she whips out a flamethrower. Oh. Oh, no. And she aims it right at No-No, who just shot her so extremely hard. (sighs) That's a leaner. A leaner? Jimmy, that's a two on the die, making it a 12 total. Am I affected by being on Mims? No. Then you do not hit me. Well, that's interesting because this uh, this particular creature has a special ability. It's called fire affinity. And once per day, if I miss on an attack that deals with fire, I get to roll it again. Once per day. Once per day. Okay. Mm. Okay. That one's going to be a 16 to hit. That hits. All right. Now we're talking. Now we're cooking with oil. That's going to be six points of fire damage as it burns into your tiny little furry skittermander hide. Hey. All right. You just we smell move burning on. hair. Uh, it is Mog's turn. Mog, what are you going to do? I would like to cast Mind Thrust. Yikes! Okay, uh, you cast Mind Thrust. DC 14. That's a failure. Nice. Then <laughs> she takes eight points of damage. Uh, and she just looks like her brain pops as she just flops down to the ground unconscious. Oh, shit. And dying. Oh, 
Would you like to do it? Would well, you like to move. Um, you can move if you wanted to. Good job, no, no. <laughs> and then I'll move here. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I guess that's my turn. Okay. Uh, we move on. Now it is uh, a Bentagax turn. What's She's with the grenade. I mean, it's right. still there. It's on the ground. Right. I haven't earned it. So she's dying. Yeah, she's dying. Leslie Man is dying. And we don't like her. <laughs> right? <laughs> We've been through a lot today. You have, you have the face of, of somebody who's about to suffocate this person with a rug. <laughs> Wes, don't give me any ideas. <laughs> you know that I only use it at the eleventh hour when someone is almost dead because that is when it is most powerful. <laughs> uh, yeah, you you don't. I mean, like you know, they say when you're in kindergarten, like that stop, drop, and roll thing. But also, if there's a nearby carpet square, that's how you put out fires. Jess, what's your plan here? Are you gonna are you gonna coup de gras with a rug? <laughs> is that what your idea is? No. No, that was Wes's idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you gonna do? It's your turn. Six Dear seconds. God. Ah! Choices must be made. I'll take her out. All right. Just walk up. Can I do anything to stop her? I don't think so. She's a best. She hurt no no, and I'm upset about it. The, and I also have a lot of rage because I'm a Vesk. And I yeah. rolled an eleven. Yeah, I mean you hit. So you just roll automatic crit damage. Um so man, you just you roll max what's your maximum possible damage that you could do on a critical hit double damage? With the, uh, with the rug, though, right? With the rug, so with, with the rug. I don't know. <laughs> one D, so We've never well, defined that. What's your strength? Uh, it's always been a 1d4 plus your strength modifier. Oh. Oh. What's your okay. strength modifier? <laughs> Three. Three. So you do Seven, four, points. seven points. 14 points of Double. damage yep. as you just smack this creature with a rug. She gets a fortitude save. It doesn't even matter. You've killed her. You've destroyed her. She is <laughs> better a, me than no no. Uh, yeah. Fire is put out. Detrian, what would you like to do? Uh, can I make a perception check to see if I know that combat is over? Uh, yeah, you can make. A perception <laughs> check. Okay. Uh, that is a fifteen. You have no idea how badly, Wes, that I want to say that you, uh, that, you know, that, oh my goodness. Uh, let me just talk about this real fast. Uh, there has another agent of chaos for Katie, what? but this one is good. <gasps> Dark Knight giving $75. Dark Knight. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Wow. Well done. Oh my goodness. Katie, why Thank don't we, uh, uh let, let me just say, Detrian, you can tell that battle has ended. You are a hardened, uh, you know, member of member of special forces, so you you can tell when something has stopped. Um, so you are you're good, Katie. Just because I need to know what they are before they happen, uh, why don't you roll your two d10s and decide which one is good and which one is bad? All right. Uh, also, is, Katie, yeah. just before you do that, Sharna has given you the BBBB extra action. <gasps> Thank 
you, Sharna. Oh my gosh. Okay. Thank you. Uh, the good is going to be an eight and the bad is going to be a one. Okay. So, uh, the, man, you, oh boy, this is so good. Uh, on eight, it just pops right in front of you and it, spe- it says Omega 13. And you've seen this before. So, you know, that you've got, uh, you've got a little thing where you can change time. Um, the other one I'm going to wait with for the bad one, uh, until it's more useful. So I can change time. So that's that six second rewind thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, and yeah, you can tell that the battle has ended. So are we out of initiative? You are out of initiative. So then I'm going to move up to where Detrian is and see the grenade basically and go, whoa. (laughs) Uh, Sounds like everything's fine now, but it was going to take too long to hack the door. I mean, it's not a bad idea. And I'm going to bang on the door, see if anyone hears me. I'm going to carefully dismantle my uh, breaching charge and put both the grenade and the uh, energy cell away. Uh, I would like to say I do not do well with anger. And then move over to the store and say, but there are more important things. And I can I, is there a a pad that I can try to open the door or something? It's like, it's lock and key locked. Okay. Can Uh, I try to search her for a key? Yeah, you reach down and find she's got keys in her pocket. In the meantime, Nono and Mems are going to walk over and try to let uh, Detrian and Captain Phoenix in. Yeah, she just kind of shoved a chair up underneath the handle. So, uh, I mean, that's maybe why the data pad wasn't working, is that it was just blocked. All right. So, moving in the room. Everyone all right? And also, who the hell is that? Some fire lady. Seriously, somebody has got to take a look at my pistols because this is out of control. (laughs) I don't know if out of control is the right word. It seems that you have done well. I mean, I'm not the one that killed her, so thank you. (laughs) Can I, as soon as I can, or it's feasible for you, Mr. DM, I'd like to open the door and help out. Open up the door. Inside is is Nibs, or Nib. This Nib. small room contains two chairs and a small table. A large inset mirror takes up the upper portion of the western wall. Other walls depict a cheerful park scene of Lashunta children playing on green grass beneath the sun that fills the entire sky. Nib kind of stirs. Now listen, I already told you, all right? I... I told you everything I know. What? Whoa. You're different. I don't know you. I don't trust you. Get out of here. All right. I'm going to deal with things on my own. Thank you very much. I would like to go up and put my hand on her and use my mind link ability to give her a bunch of images. I get a will save. All right. Fair. I fail my will save. <laughs> I would like to give her images of all that's been going on uh, her wife and that we're here to save her and basically inform her okay. of this, this uh, situation. Nono's going to follow Mog in uh, okay. as he does that and untuck the shirt in front 
and just have Mims and Nono wave furiously as well <laughs> together. Oh, wow. There's a, um, there's a couple of skidamanders right there. Um, uh, just, and remember, Nib is played by Maisie Williams. So, um, so. All right. Um, wow. So, Tyrese sent you, huh? You know, I guess that would make a lot of sense. She couldn't come down here herself. She's, uh, she's too afraid of doing things like this. Of course, she would have to send people to come and save me when I specifically requested her to come save me. I'm going to overhear this and basically chime in and say, that's not how it happened. I had her stay at home. It was safer for her there. She wanted to come. She is the one who found us to save you. She wanted us to find you and to save you. I'm just glad that she checked her messages from for once because, you know, sometimes she doesn't check her messages all the time and I'm glad that she did. Fine. Are you all right? Yeah, they, um... They were just, you know, asking me all sorts of questions and uh, what the Deep Cultures Institute knew and I, I don't know what they're talking about. So, I mean, they were just trying to figure out if I had any connection to the, to the deeper... Um, pain that they were feeling inside their heads and I just I said I, I didn't know but they thought I knew something and that's when I called them you know I had a I had a very uh, interesting uh, I called one of them a flame brain uh, carbuncle so I'm gonna turn to Mog and say they felt it too I think all who have a telepathic link felt it hmm well, come on, we need to go. All right, and she gets up and she like, she like, no, I'm still chained to the table. Sorry, I was over dramatic about that. So, um, no, no. Ah, uh, yeah. Any chance you can get her out of that? Hey, GM. Any chance I can get her out of that? I will say that you have, um, you have one of those tools that you picked up on the ship. Uh, <gasps> can... Stop what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> no, no, picks up, uh, pulls out, where is it, the laser drill. Pulls it out of her, her little uh, carrying case and just points it at the chain that, like, on the manacles, whatever <laughs> yeah, it is. And I'm, I'm imagining just, like, Mims and Mims and No-No start stumbling forward with this, like, laser drill playing about in the air. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't and I? She, no, uh, no, uh, Mog. I'm see you, you. You're holding keys. Might we try that first? How many keys are on this key ring? <laughs> there's a there's a bunch of keys. But this is more fun. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Try the keys first. If they don't work, have at it. Following orders, Captain. And then I try the keys. Yeah, the keys work. Um, but it, it's like the keys work. Nib leaves the area and kind of is rubbing her furry little paws. And then Nono goes over there and cuts it anyway with the drill. So, uh, <laughs> But uh, Nib turns and looks at you, uh, Phoenix. Says, now listen, did you clear out? Um, there were noises last night. Did you get, did you, did you get everything? 
We heard them too. This whole facility was under attack by these giant creatures. Now we don't know we got them all, but we made it this far. Yeah. Um, well, that, um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know, uh, Lieutenant over there, the one, wow, you've, you've killed her, huh? Okay. Um, yeah, that, that Lieutenant right there, um, she thought I was unconscious, but she was, they were talking about some of their plans and, um, apparently, um, some, there's one general, right? And, uh, and honorary officer members is like, yeah, I, if you recall, I gave you that information upstairs that there was a general who uh, would bring in random all sorts of, of creatures for the military to train against and to hunt. And um, yeah, and she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, who's this? what is this pant that's talking to me? All right. Um, um, excuse me. He has a face. All right. I did untuck the shirt. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, but with that, with that, uh, skin Amanda right there doesn't know is that, um, well, it, it wasn't just one monster at a time. It was, it was, a, it was a lot of monsters and they were kept in cages and they were, um, they were kept in this area and then they were, um, whenever they needed to train, he would let one loose. Where did they keep them? There's a, a facility deeper into the Warrens. I, I heard the lieutenant talking about it. Um, it's it's some some sort of facility that was supposed to be a, a zoo, I guess, of some kind or, or a museum. I don't. Did you say he? A he. Do you know who Zalen is? I mean, we all saw the video. Okay. Am I the only one that lost him? No. There, mother. It's, uh, can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we all saw the screens, right? Like, everybody, it took over everything when Zaylin, <coughs> Zaylin Trinipole started talking, and, um, I think we all saw the message that was pretty clear. So, this lieutenant is not Zaylin. Oh, no, 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 no. That's a that's a female Efreet right there. Mm. Um, now the problem is is that I heard the lieutenant talking about that um, they wanted they wanted that zoo museum thing. He wanted it to to be their um, home base, you might say. Nah. They didn't release just one of the animals. The monsters. They released a lot of them. So are you sure that you've cleared this place out? And Not as, entirely. As Nib says that, the lights flicker again. Not entirely. Uh, I believe we still have more to clear out. But I have to say, you're pretty lucky to be here. Because if you were to be outside, you probably would have been eaten with the rest of them. 
Uh, I look out the door and step out. And Wes, I'm assuming you're by that door on purpose, correct? Yeah, I'm just... I, that's the only one we haven't explored, so I'm just kind of waiting. I toss you the keys. Hmm. I'll go with them. But I'd like to listen through the door first to see if I hear any, like, aminal sounds. Eh, that's going to be a 14. 14. You don't hear anything. There might be uh, a rattle somewhere else, though. That sounds like it's from behind you. My perception check is a 25. 25. You also hear this rattle. It sounds like... um, Sounds like something just scurrying around on the roof or or something like that. All right. Um, can I also search the Efreet's body? Yeah. Uh, on the Efreet, uh, there is a Efreet class flamethrower, um, which is pretty cool. It does one d six plus two points of fire damage. Um, and it has a critical burn, meaning if you do score a critical hit, it gets an extra D6 of burn damage. Uh, I'm unsure if anyone other than a Bedzagak can wield this, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and she also has an Ember Flame Doshko. Um, so. Um, and a, uh, and a frag grenade, level one. All right, well, I'll definitely take the frag grenade. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then I will look to a bed's a gack, um, and just kind of lift it up a little bit. Like, oh, this is a bit too big for me. You want this one? I like big things. Thank you. you go. <laughs> uh, also, she has basic era de shell, um, a uh, and a cred stick. It has two hundred and forty credits on it. Definitely swipe the cred stick. Um, and then <laughs> no. You don't get to steal the credits for yourself, sir. Can I, can I make a sleight of hand check to make sh- to see if I hide it? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Cool. I'm assuming we all get to roll perception. Everybody gets I'm right to roll next a to him. Check. He's very sneaky. Net yeah. 20. Well, that, that, I think that beats my 18. Now, Wes, I am going to let you know you do have uh, eight, eight stim packs you could use. So. <laughs> I don't think I beat a nat 20 anyway, but I have an 18 on perception. I, I He would be fine if Phoenix sees it. Oh, yeah. Phoenix definitely saw it. Who else saw it? I got a dirty 20. Oh, yeah. Mog saw it. Uh, I would anybody, like... <clears throat> sorry. Anybody else? 16. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> Ben's like, yeah! <laughs> you're too, too focused on the flamethrower. I'm distracted by my flamethrower. Like, Whoa! <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna look to Detrian and I'm gonna grab the credit stick from his hand and I'm gonna say, "Oh, um, since when did we get to keep the things from creatures we didn't kill?" I figured that we'd sort it all out back at the ship. Indeed, but for the time being, I believe this goes to Mog. <laughs> All right. You give me the credit stick? Yeah. What, um, what is this for? <laughs> <laughs> You're getting paid for killing, man. But, um... <laughs> don't care what you do with it. Yeah, but technically, I mean, a bedroom gag is the one that... Oh, was That's that okay. He, so did most, he did most of the work. You weren't there, right? I don't, we, we, sorry. Rewind. Wait, hold on. I'm using, I'm using my rewind six seconds. <laughs> <laughs> And, I, and I, 
I'm sorry. To Abedzagak. I was mistaken. That's okay. He can have the money. No, I'm going to hand it to Abedzagak and, uh, and I'll say, I don't care what you do with it, um, but you, you know, you, you handled this creature. So here you go. Yeah. May I just uh, point out that that flamethrower is worth over 700 credits? I wonder if it works as good as the rug. I see that uh, we are a crew that rewards killing the helpless with money. Uh, I turn around uh, and take a seat in the spot. I'm going to follow him. I just kind of look and be like, looks like she had a flamethrower. I don't know how helpless she was. Everybody roll a perception check. That's better. 28. You hear a a breaking of glass uh, somewhere at the front of the facility. At the front? Mm. Now is not the time for my discomfort. Oh. I, I think stand you have the wrong impression. I am emotionally compromised, my captain. We should talk about this later. Indeed. Um, ben, did you say it was at the front? Yeah. All right. Front? I'm going to say... Shoot. That's my guess. Yeah, I'm going to go listen at this door right here. Okay, roll a perception check. 13. No, 14. Sorry, 14. 14. I mean, you have no idea what it is. I mean, there's no sound coming from there now. Is this um, door unlocked? Uh, yeah. I mean, you, you open the door. Did I say I open the door, Ben? You can. You can open the door. <laughs> uh, I'm going to just announce to the group after that and be like, I need to check on something and I'm going to leave the room and head into the prison cell with this guy just to make sure he's not make sure he's still there, first of all, and make sure he's not dead. Mm. Perception check. Uh, 26. Start to hear some like click, click, click. And it's coming from the vents (gasps) above you. In the prison cell? Uh, not directly in the prison cell, but you can't quite figure out where it's coming from. Oh, crap. And I'm just going to kind of yell, there's something in the vents. Aladdin knows where we are now. Thanks, Detrian. <laughs> I'm in the prison cell. <laughs> I mean, I could, could have not let you know. <laughs> Uh, uh, this would do. be a good time. Sharna donated $30. A dart for every player. I can feel another monster will be coming soon, and they may need some help. Thanks. Thank you, Sharna. Thank you. <laughs> <sighs> oh, uh, are there vents above us in this, like, conference room? We, I can't hear you, love. Absolutely. Everybody can roll a perception check now. <laughs> That's a nine. A nine. 27. <laughs> 27. Five. Out of curiosity, are there vents inside of the cell? 
Uh, yeah, there are vents everywhere. Cool. So many vents. It's a very venti uh, frappuccino. Um, <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. I just knew it. Get out of here. Uh, Mog, you can tell there is something moving around. Right now, it seems like it's it's somehow gotten to the north of you. Or, or maybe it's to the west. But then a few seconds later, it, it's you hear like a thud, 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 thud as it scampers over the top of you heading east. Uh, where is Nib? Nib, uh, I don't have I don't have one with her. So she's going to stay right by you, Mon. Oh, perfect. I was going to move to her. <laughs> yeah. It moves fast. We must be alert. Also sounds like a cat. <laughs> <laughs> he won't come. He's just running around my feet screaming. <laughs> and I'm going to go check out this store. And um, I would assume Detrian unlocked it because uh, Ma gave him the keys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I would like to stealthily peek in. Okay. My stealth is going to be a, ooh, an 18. 18. This rounded room rises to a half dome 20 feet above, ringed by large frosted windows that let in the light. A 10-foot high wall divides one portion of the ground level into a sleeping area with a bedroom and a washroom. The other portion is a large office and study with an ornate desk, stuffed chairs, and shelves displaying photos and mementos. I move in. All right. And I'm going to whisper behind me. I think we'll all be safer if we're in the same room. And and I would like to see, because this one's probably got no doors, or it's just has, it just has the windows on the It end? just has the windows, yes. Okay. Um, so I, I'll basically have whispered that and move into the room. I will follow. Same. On <clears throat> uh, you may want to get on Squiff. It may help. Right. Mims hops on the no, top. Nib. Nib hops on. I'm sorry. Nib and Mims. Uh, <laughs> Uh-oh. So I got Nib. Mims. You got Squiff. Nib hops onto Squiff and, uh, and goes inside the room. Leaving only Detrian. I'm, uh, yeah, I, I would probably, hearing that in the vents, I would pick up this guy but into a fireman's carry and I would begin moving him into the uh, toward everybody else. Okay. So you pick up the 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 guy mm-hmm. and this Akeshti and you start carrying him through the way. And I'm waiting for oh sorry, go ahead. As soon as you step outside of the cell, you hear another <laughs> right over the top of you. You I look like up and there's a grated vent above you, and you just see the little drip of saliva start to fall as it lands on top of your head. No. Oh. Everybody roll initiative. Oh. Oh. Oof. Oh, that's not good. Did you guys ever watch Alien from the 70s? Yes. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh. for me. Like, I just watched it. 17. 
8 and 17. All right. Hang on. What? All right. Okay. What else we got? 11. 11. 10. <laughs> and Mog. That one. A yeah. one. <laughs> All right. Okay, okay. Who got the 10? Me. All right. Well, we're going to start with this creature, as that seems what is most prevalent. As it bursts forth from the vent, you now see that this creature has this uh, face that looks so similar to Mims. And to no no. And it takes its long eight arms and it just uh-uh. rips rips forward through this thing. And it's got this uh this tube, uh this mouth that just kind of <laughs> leeches out from its stomach as it flops to the ground, ready to attack. This is what it looks like. Oh, is it what I? Yep, yep. Since we're starting there, oh god! I will tell you that that was its move action, and now, now it gets an attack, and this uh, beating before, tendril. What? Before the before attack, what? now might be a good time to mention that Sarah BC one. Donated $50 for a Med-AI for the table. (laughs) Patches. Oh, I hate it. This feeding tendril just whips out and strikes at you. This attack is important to me, so I'm going to use my stim for it. Wait, wait, yeah, wait, 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 wait. (laughs) Who's attacking? Detrain? Oh, Detrain. Yes, Uh, absolutely. I, I sometimes it's you. hard to uh, to grab the grab the characters and pull them onto the new page and show you the page. And you no, know, Sam, there's a lot of work that goes into GMing. Okay, <laughs> all right. Um, I have a question: Is this thing short? Like, is it small? Yeah. Oh no, oh, it's, uh, it's a it's. I mean, it's standing as tall as Detrian is, except it's standing on four legs. And it has four arms. And it so fit into the vents? It fit into the vents. It is very light. Um, yeah. But this is important to me. So how many how many uh, anesthetic darts were shooting at this thing? I'm, I'm going to use my two. Yeah, okay. same. I'll uh, use one as well. Uh, three. Three. One, two, three, four, six, five, six. Seven. A minus seven. <clears throat> Yikes. Here we go. But a plus one, so a minus six total. I still think I can do it. You can do it to me. It misses. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, thank goodness. It misses. That's right. Dennis Dupius donated $10 for a med AI for a Benzagek. Benzagek, I got your back. Oh, wow. Thanks, bud. But you know what is going to happen because I also have an extra action. So I think it's going to go ahead and uh, strike at you again, Ah, Detrian, with great heating. Yeah, that's going to do it. 
right there. That will be a 28. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say that one hits. Okay. Okay. It is going to do a total. I got to get my D3 out right here. Don't worry. Okay, it's gonna do I don't a, get a reaction because it dropped in front of me. Yeah. It's going to do a total of nine points of damage to you. Yeah, um, and it just suckers onto you. And then when it's onto you, it, you feel like you're, you're just kind of grasped by it. I mean, it's, it's stuck onto you. Um, and it, it just feels like, like it's right, right there. And actually then all of a sudden it pulls you right up close to it, right next to you as it just like, this thing is attached to you. Basically it's grappling in place. Now it is your turn since we are starting with that. So why don't you go ahead and tell me what you're going to do? Me? Yeah. Okay, well, more than likely with that happening, I probably dropped the guy. Yeah, I mean, I would say you still have the guy in your hand, but dropping him is a free action. That well, I, I just assumed that when I got pulled toward him, it probably would have surprised me enough because I'm in the fireman's carry. Yeah, like, sure. Why don't you roll... Huh. What kind of check would it be to see if you drop somebody in a lethally way? Um, lethally way. Yeah. I mean, he is unconscious. Um, are you setting him down on the ground? Why don't you roll a roll an acrobatics check? Okay. That's a 30. 30. Yeah. So even though you do drop him to the ground, you like reach out your arm and catch his head as it's going down so that he is safely on the ground directly behind you. Now what are you going to do? Uh, okay. So... What is what is the thing? Uh, I would love to use a full action. I'm gonna attack this thing twice. With what? The flaming dashko I picked up from the from the uh, ifrit. Now the real question is, can you use it? I believe so. All right. Let me just look it up here for your class. If you are proficient with a flaming dashko. Proficiencies. While you're uh, looking that up, Larp Strong Carter has followed and La Sombra Dark has cheered. Ooh. Thank you. So I believe it is not a light okay. uh, weapon, in which case it, you it, if, can if that's, use if, it. Yeah, if that's the case, then uh, it, it didn't say anything on here. It just said it was a melee weapon, and I'm proficient with melee weapons, so I didn't know. Okay. Um, um, I'm trying to see it. Sometimes it's a little bit hard to n- navigate it, right that's here. The, yeah. Um, see, it's a Dashko. It's a two-handed weapon. Is it? It doesn't even tell yeah. me that on the page. Yeah, it is a two-handed weapon. So unfortunately, when you are grappled, you can only use one-handed weapons. Okay. Uh, that's good to know. Okay, so I'm going to take out the semi-auto pistol that I took off of the other corpse. Okay. Or off of this guy uh, that I was trying to save. Uh, and I'm going to shoot this thing um, once right in the tentacle that's holding onto me, and then another one right in its face. Okay. Uh, are you using the action shoot twice, in which case you take uh, you take two actions and you shoot, and you take the minuses, or are you using your Bitbox Battle Boss 
extra. Oh, I'm going to do the, the first one where I take the minuses, and then I'm probably also going to use my bitbox. Okay, box. it's tough. I mean, you're going to take a minus four to each one of these shots, but before you even shoot, it gets a chance to bite you because you're shooting while in combat. It gets its attack I, opportunity. Actually, I have an idea, if, you're, if you'll allow me to do it. Um, this thing is... I'm touching it, right? Yeah. So I'm going to close my eyes and set off a flash grenade right in this thing's face. Okay. Still in doing so, setting off a grenade uh, will also provoke an attack of opportunity. That's fine. So it is going to take its mouth. Now that it's pulled you close, it just like goes down to bite and gorge on your skull. Also, I didn't okay. say it because my mic was muted, but he cursed very loudly. <laughs> All right. So this is going to be a 17 against KAC. Now you are grappled, so you are going to take a minus four. That, that, that hits. All right. So you get just gorged upon. You are going to take. Oh, boy, this is bad. Um, okay. You are going to take. A total of 13 points of damage. I'm very down. Oh, no. Captain Phoenix, you hear that there is no response from Detrian when you call him to get into the room. All of a sudden, a flash goes off and through the door. You can see it this pop. Uh, and then it did go off. Okay, I'm going to roll for it real quick. That's uh, three blinded rounds. Okay. Does it get a fortitude save for that? No. No. It just happens. All right. We are uh, at technically at Mog's turn right now. Mog, what would you like to do? Can I roll in that one? Yeah, but we started basically because because of how things played out, I started with uh, with the creature because that was what was happening right then while you guys were waiting over there. And then now we're going down the road. Unless you'd like to start at the top of the round, I'm fine by that. It's up to you. You're the DM. I'm the same. Right, well, the then end. let's start at the top of the round then. <laughs> uh, Abedzagak, it is your turn. Okay. So this thing lives in the vents, yeah? Yes. You cool, have cool. just seen a big pop. Uh, coming from back the way you came originally to get in through this room. You can see the light go off. But it travels through vents, and I have a flamethrower, and I love Alien from 1977. (laughs) I would like to lift my flamethrower up to the vent and go bang, 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 to try and get its attention to come over here. Ooh, I love that. Uh, why don't you roll a performance check? Ooh, performance. Uh, yeah, or um, I don't, you don't really have a performance. Why don't you roll? <laughs> that, I'm thinking Pathfinder 2E. Yeah, why don't you roll a... <laughs> Jesus. Look, an intimidate. How about that? <laughs> Sam. <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Disguise. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a four. Four, so intimidating. Uh, you bang up on these uh, on these things. It just makes a loud noise, that's for sure. Ah, Would you like to move anywhere? I want to know where the vents are. Um, 
Basically, if you tell me there's a vent there, I'll believe you. Really? Is there a vent? Mm-hmm. Right above you? No. Here. <laughs> yeah, sure. There's a vent right there. Great. How far does this flamethrower shoot fire? Uh, it shoots fire uh, in... Goodness, you're making me look all about a vent. Come on! Yes! <laughs> Uh, that flamethrower shoots fire in a, just, it, in very far. Great. It very far. 30 feet, 20 feet. I'm going to look it up. Ah. But it's not in the vent anymore. Mm. Oh, yeah, good question. You don't know that, though, do you? Uh, that's fair. Okay, great. Um, do I have permission to curse? (laughs) <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> I would like to lift this flamethrower above my head and bitch <laughs> leave her leave oh me. sorry leave him alone you bitch <laughs> okay Jessica really likes alien from 19 19- my <laughs> dog's name is Ripley just put that out <laughs> uh, so yeah you're shooting fire <clears throat> torching through it goes somewhere uh, but you're not sure how effective you really, really are. I'm all uh, emotion and not effectiveness. <laughs> Phoenix, as soon as you uh, hear a non-response from Detrian, a black hole opens up in front of you. Oh, oh no. God! No! no! Wait, and but before you do that, before... <laughs> what? I have a question. Yeah. Because I didn't want to jump over... Um, yeah, I didn't want to I didn't want to stop over it, but I do have that thing that returns me six seconds. Just throwing that out. Do you want to use that? To save myself from two attacks and yeah. dodge out of the way of this freaking thing? 100%. Yeah. Okay, so you take... Oh, my goodness. All right. Sorry. I should have said it earlier. I just wanted to see what everyone else was doing first. Smash the Omega-13 <laughs> on you, and all of a sudden you're brought back to before this thing leached out with its tongue and grabbed you. Um, and so now it's going to try and do that again. That's a natural eighteen. We, but it would take it back before. Okay, so it it wouldn't be before it drops down from the vents. Okay, it drops down from the vents. Ooh. Uh, uh, okay, and, I'm gonna use my super powered legs to just jump, try and jump through this door. Pretty much, well, like I don't. Have, it's attack first. It doesn't okay. change the attack order. So okay. It does hit you with this tongue, um, and it does grapple you. Um, we will say that it gives you, uh, I, I still have to roll a, it does the same amount of damage to you the first time, but you can now have your action the same way. Uh, actually this takes everybody back. So that's my fault. You didn't do any of that. My fault. I I should, Uh, I should, I shouldn't have. (laughs) I shouldn't have used it, but I think I will literally die. Uh, so you Well, you die. wouldn't have if you let me go. <laughs> Detrian, you are grappled by this creature. It gave you nine points of damage. Now you're right next to it, grappled by it. Now it's your turn. What would you like to do? Wait, 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 wait. You said uh-huh. it rolled an 18 to grapple him, right? Is yeah. that with the negative seven that we all use our anesthetic darts to get uh, it? Well, it would be a minus six. It was an 18 on the die, which is actually better than what I rolled last oh, time. Oh, never mind. Never mind. So, never mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> get out of here. Uh, Sam gets points for paying the closest attention. <laughs> Detrian, what would you like to do? 
Uh, well, the flash grenade definitely didn't work the last time, and I got hit with another attack of opportunity. So yeah. instead, I'm going to pull out my survival knife, attempt to cut this tentacle off of me. There you go. All right, roll your attack. I'm using stems. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use four stems. Okay. That's um, good, because you take a minus four for being grappled. Great. Uh, so... Wow, something really wants me to die. I, it's a natural one. Oh, no. Oh, oh boy. boy. Hold, on, hold on. With your stims, and Finn has given you $20 to do with what you wish, which could be four more stims. James, and, a natural I, I don't know one. if it matters in the natural one. Well, yeah, but point of inspiration, remember? Yeah, Finn gave us- yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah re roll, re roll. Okay, yes, I will use my point of inspiration for the story. You are owned. It's a bunch of cheaters. Thank you. All right. Oh, that's way better. Uh, that's a dirty 20. Ah, yeah. All right, so you hit. You hit. Bunch of cheaters. You gave them to us. I know. And it was because of rules, a good babe. thing. You did good. How much damage did you do to me, Detran? Four four points of damage to this creature trying to cut away at this tentacle tube mouth thing, but it it, it doesn't seem to really hurt it that much. Um, it it's a strong... Thing? Yeah, you can't really cut through it. It's strong. It's sturdy. Um, okay. So now is it's still in, in peril with, with how much damage he took? Oh Well, he took nine points of damage. Yeah. So, yeah, I took nine points of damage, which means I'm definitely very hurt, but I didn't take the additional damage, so I'm not down. Okay. Now we'll go to a Bedzigax turn. Oh, boy. All right. Let me see. So I'm all the way back here? Is that far away? Uh, That's where you went with the flamethrower? I would like to travel 30 diagonal feet. Oh. (laughs) Right there. Oh, Can't yeah? go there. That's what you think you get? Can I have oh, that? Boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go, go ahead. Let me see if you actually make it there. Um, but <laughs> and I would like to pull out my flamethrower. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry, but it oh. looks like you can only get right to the front of the door. Um, um I know. Uh, hold on. Hold on. What it rules? <laughs> but Jess. Yeah. You could do whatever you wanted. I mean, it's up to you. I can? No. Uh, you, can, <laughs> you can move to the door. Okay, so I'm right behind this door. Yep. Is this door open? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I was going to do something cool. <laughs> do it then. <laughs> you can double move. Can I flamethrow open this door? <laughs> yeah, you flamethrow open the door. <gasps> Great. Just burn it open. Just intimidation tactic up to awesome. Wazoo. Now can I go here? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, you absolutely may. Do I have permission to curse? <laughs> yes. Oh, wait. I still have... Did I get the additional damage from the superpower thing I got from the good agent of chaos? Uh, n- uh, yes, you would get double your strength bonus, but you don't have any. Okay. Wait, how, okay. 5, 10, 15... Flamethrower totally hits this monster, right? Yeah, but you don't have any extra actions to do. (laughs) (laughs) Captain Phoenix, it's your turn. And now a black hole opens up in front of you. No! Pops in front of your face. 
and it says a familiar phrase, never-ending story. And all of a sudden, the world shifts around you, and you're, you're oh, thrown no. off of balance. And you're, you're thinking, oh, my goodness, here we go again. The same exact thing that happened outside. You develop <laughs> a huge, huge, terrible sense of vertigo, confusion, and also a 50% chance of not doing anything. So I roll- go back six seconds and re-roll my wild chaos. Ooh, clever girl. I'll allow it. Yeah! Roll your d10. <laughs> I hate that one. Six. Six. All right, this one says <laughs> a, a, a black hole opens up and it <laughs> pops right in front of your face, this firework, and it says Xanadu. <gasps> and all of a sudden, you, uh, you, out of the black hole come these bots and they, they, pop on rollerblades onto your feet. Uh, in this, in this, uh, you have to move in straight lines only. Uh, and, you, in, and you have to move your full compilation of speed to run into things. Or you can have a, uh, you can turn by using athletics DC 15. Or you have a chance of standing still, but there's a 38% chance that you just fall over prone. <laughs> All right, that one's Xanadu. Xanadu. Okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, Benjamin. <laughs> so basically, I have to go like this into the wall. <laughs> I have to go into the wall because I can't go. Or you can turn with a DC 15 athletics check. Would I have to do an athletics check every turn? Yeah. (laughs) That's actually really funny. I'm not going to You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Here we go. How many many do you have to make? Two. Two. (laughs) Two. Two. I'm going to do two. And I'd like to get to here. Okay. Okay. Not letting me click. Um, okay. I'm going to do two, and I'm adding two stims to the first one. Okay. This is an athletics check. Yeah. Great. What a fun. Okay. Card. That's uh uh that's going to be a 17. I rolled, so then I add one for okay. athletics. Yeah, you're uh you're 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 able to make the first turn. Oh wait, and then I add two, so that would have been 19. Okay, Ooh. bummer. Shouldn't have used it. All right. And now I'm adding another two. Okay. Dirty 20. Okay. So you're able to just rollerblade through past the beds again. Yes, yes. And you end up right where you want to. Oh, man. That's too fun. I don't know how I did that. Okay. So I'm going to end up here. Okay. And, <laughs> and I'm going to... Oh, what is this? What is it? Did you already describe the creature, or do I know uh, what it is? It, uh, you could roll a perception. Uh, no, you could roll a no, a life science check. Life science, cool. I don't have any bonuses to that. Oh well, then you can't roll a life science check. Well, I rolled a four, so it wouldn't matter. I don't no, know nothing. what it is, but I do know that I want to hurt it with everything okay. that I have. Mm, okay. So, okay, okay. please. Um, is it still grappling, Detrian? Or no? Oh yeah. Great. 
So then technically there's something uh, electrical attached to it if it's if it's touching Detrian. Um, oh, clever. <laughs> so I'm going to use my jolting surge. And that does not provoke an attack of opportunity. Indeed, it does not. And it is a touch attack. Am I close enough or would I need oh, to yeah, be? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. you definitely, but you have to roll your uh, touch yes. attack. Oh, oh, I know. Hang on one second. I'm just double, triple checking. Um, Jamie, will you look at the docs sheet, please? Yarp. Oh, uh, Wes, what did you decide to do? Wait, wait, I'm confused. Uh, I cut at the thing that was attached to me. Right. Okay, wait, it looks like Willow Ridley has donated $20. Well, actually, it's Finn. Okay, you did that, right? Yeah, I said, when I read it, I said it could be for Stims if you wanted it, but it's $20 for Wes to do with what he wanted. Right. Wes, did you decide if those were Stims? I'm going to need I, whatever it is. It's med AI. Uh, med AIs. <laughs> whatever it is, it's med AIs. Okay, so one med AI then. All right, and then it looks like we have uh, NZ Steven coming in with one stim pack for Detrian. This isn't a bribe to keep my DM to not kill me, LOL. Uh, and one hey, stim buddy. pack for Phoenix. Keep it up, fam. Keep our team alive. So thank you for that stim. I'm going to use it here on this okay. attack roll. That is a natty 19, I kid you not. Plus two, plus one, 22. Now, I just have to ask this question. Oh, shoot. Okay, yes, you hit, you touch its body, an electrical current courses through its veins, but you also said that because it's touching Detrian, you get the bonus to electricity. Oh. Now, only to hit because it's touching Detrian. <laughs> Detrian gets half damage of that. That's bull. Come on. How much damage it, is it? It makes. It makes a lot of sense. How much Science. damage? Science. Science. Wouldn't it get less because it's only a small it. tentacle? Four d six points of damage. Okay, hold on. Nope, you did it. Okay, hold on though. I can. I can. I can. Here we go. Okay. 46 is going to be. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. Well, that's 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 points of damage. All right. So uh, Detrian takes seven points of damage. But if I'm going to use one of my um, instantaneous spell-like abilities called Lesson Injury, where as a reaction, when you or an ally within 100 feet of you takes damage, you can spend one resolve point to change the amount of damage dealt to the lowest possible value. Oh. So it would be two damage, technically. So I'm going to change Detrian's... Changing that resolve point. Getting very risky here, Kate. 46. Very, very risky. Two. You know, spending resolve points is always risky because those are what you need to stay alive. Right. I don't care, Ben. I'm saving my friend. (laughs) I get that. that. All right. We move on. It is now Nono's turn. Nono, what do you do? Gotta pop the captain. (laughs) Uh, And Nono directs Mims to, well, first, Scriff, stay. You protect Nib. Uh, And then she'll tell Mims to take her to follow the captain. Yeah. Um, okay, roll a piloting check. Because you're piloting a human. 
That doesn't make or a, sense. A, a, you're piloting a skittermander. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that's a 19 on the die, 26. Super. Yeah, you are able to lead with your knees. You're able to leave Auto Lily Office of Mims uh, right to where you need to be. <laughs> and uh, I see this creature. No, no, yeah. sees this creature. No, no, it's and very easy to know what these creatures are. At the top of her lungs, she screams, It's a Stridermander! And she drops the pulse caster pistol, draws her other semi-auto pistol, and attempts to hit it. If if Prey had a natural predator, for Skittermanders it is the Stridermander. You blew out the microphone, but I can hear you from the other room. Control <laughs> 20. Yes, another one. Oh my God, no, no. Uh, well, Jamie, you tell me, do you want the card or do you want to roll double damage? Double damage, please. I figured. I figured. Roll your uh, double damage then. <gasps> 17 is 34 points of damage. Oh, wow. <laughs> These are the natural hunters of Skittermanders. Ah. Kill this thing. Badge of honor, baby. Badge of awesome. honor. You oh explode its head. Yes! <laughs> and it is dead. Oh, my heart's racing. Oh, my. A Bedzigat's jaw Lord. is just on the ground. Like... I'm so proud of you, bud. <laughs> uh, Detrian collapses and just like pulls this thing off of him and just lays down on the floor. I'm going to run over to Detrian. I hate this place so much. <laughs> so much. I feel, like that's, I feel like that's what Detrian always says. I hate, I hate this place. I hate this place so much. I'm going to give him two of my med AIs. All right, so Patches hops down. And while that's happening, uh, Nono's going to use her med AI, call Patches in, and she walks over to Detrian and goes, you know, I know where I stand now. If they got striders, we got to kill them all. That was a really good shot, by the way. (laughs) It was good. It was good. He's alive too. Yeah, I was going to get the guy, so he didn't. Uh, everything sucks. Okay. I'm going to hand Detrian my flask of whiskey. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm going to lean down to Detrian and say, "Thanks for the flamethrower." <laughs> he can't. He's not even speaking at this point. He's just great. <laughs> Uh, no, the, the, uh, rollerblades are still on Captain Phoenix's legs, <laughs> so, uh, she just kind of flops over and falls to the ground. Would I see uh, those? Yes, absolutely. And he just takes another big swig of whiskey and just <laughs> shakes his head like he just can't at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. You seem to have cleared out the place. Patches finishes uh, its its work on Detrian, uh, so you now have four four hit points or stamina points restored. Uh, 
And uh, Wes, I, I want you to know you do have five of those yourself. So if you want to heal up, you you can. Oh yeah, he, he. I don't even think he would have the brain to do it right now. He's just like resting on the ground, like very seriously contemplating leaving a grenade on this thing and just blowing its corpse to bits. <laughs> But I'm assuming Patches just goes to work on you uh, and and heals you up the entire way. Can I perceive any potential threats that still linger that we're not aware of? Absolutely. Go for it. Seven on the die plus nine is 16. Um, you don't don't (laughs) see or hear anything. You don't. Yeah. You Sounds just good. don't. I don't want to, so perfect. <laughs> I would like to walk over to Nono and I'll be hold, holding my whiskey flask and I'll take a sip and I'll look over at Nono and I'll say, that was a good shot. I don't think I could be more proud and hand her my flask. Nono will take the flask and take a little sippy. As your as Captain Phoenix is watching No No drink from the flask, she like stumbles on the roller skates again. She's like, <laughs> "Well, technically, I didn't have to move." <laughs> <laughs> yes, but standing still has a thirty-eight chance right. of falling prone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll roll an athletics check instead. <laughs> <laughs> So you just see Captain Phoenix just like trying to circle around you guys, keeping moving on these rollerblades. Oh, that was fun. Cap, <laughs> would you rather ride on Mem's shoulders? Because you don't look too steady. I don't know what's going on today, but I'm sure it'll pass. <laughs> yup, I think you need this more than me. And no, no, I'll hand back the whiskey. <laughs> oh, and I drink it. Would my data pad, I, out of curiosity, would my data pad have a camera on it? Yes. I'm taking a video and pictures of Captain Phoenix on roller skates. Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. <laughs> the entire your blackmail forever. You see, she's stumbling around, mm-hmm. and it's uh, you know, it's it's tough. It's uh, it's not easy to roller rollerblade all over the place. So, what are we doing? Where are we going? You obviously you have Nib. Um, <clears throat> I mean, she told you that there is. There's more to this. It's it's deeper in, and if you actually look in the uh, mog, you're right there. You can mm. see now on this kind of hollow sphere that has mapped out. There are certainly points of interest, some of which you've already seen. Um, you are clearly in the one um, one right kind of near close by the checkpoint. Labu is up here, the the security station, and you're in. It seems like there's one down in the Warrens underneath it. There's a couple of other places scattered throughout all of Asana Town and even into the next uh, bubble closest to it, Clear Light. But there's also a spot that is deeper within the Warrens that you see is further on. Can I note this on a piece of paper or download it onto a data pad or something? Yeah, you can just pull it all this information. Uh, roll a computer's check just to for my edification. You got it. <clears throat> oh, that's a nat one. <laughs> can I burn the knowledge? Is that okay? <laughs> 
start to see this kind of <laughs> kind of fizzle out as you're trying to get this into your into your data pad, and then it sinks, flutters oh away. <laughs> you saw it. It's in your mind. I would like to cast telepathic method message. Telepathic uh, method. All right. Method. What kind of method acting are we talking? It's a telepathic method. <laughs> uh. Yes. Full Daniel Day Lewis. Full Lincoln. Uh, and uh, tell this information to uh, all, of, all of the members of the crew. That you, way I'm not the. Can you say how you say it, though? <laughs> <laughs> There's a, a, a big bubble. And then deeper down, there's an area there. I can see it in my mind, and you know it now, too. Good. We solved it. <laughs> mm? Now Mom, we all know. I don't want you in my head. Perhaps I don't want to be in your head either. Oh. Oh, whoa. Cranky Mog is my Polar favorite Mog. <laughs> Sassy Mog. <laughs> I'll sever the connection. No. <laughs> I'm gonna turn to <laughs> oh, I'm having too much fun tonight. I would like I would like You've to notice, believe us. <laughs> I'd like to ask No No. Are you able to hail Ash on your data pad? Uh maybe? I just want to make sure the scourge is okay. Um, I'll try. Uh, can I attempt a connection? Certainly. Uh, hello. No, no, my mechanic. This is Ash. How may I assist you? Uh, hey, Ash. We just want to make sure that um you're okay and that the scourge is still where we left it and everything is a hundred percent. Everything is fine. Uh, can what, can can I roll a sense motive on AI? <laughs> uh, sure. Or an engineering, or like, would I know what just happened? Yeah, I don't know. Um, you're all a sense motive. Can I as well? Am I listening? Uh, I mean, I think you just asked No No to do it. I, um, 19. 19. That was a little weird. Um, That's it? <laughs> I, I, are you sure everything's okay? Yes. No, no, my mechanic. I, I, everything is fine. Okay. Quick question. What's the shooty guy's name? Uh, me, Detrian. And who's our captain? Phoenix, cap- captain of the Scourge. Okay, Ash, I'm gonna need you to hold on for a second. Hey, Cap, it's not okay! <laughs> we have to get back to the Scourge. The question is how? place is locked down. You have Nib. You have information further into the town. Do you bring Nib back to the apartment? Do you go deeper into the Warrens? Do you say, get rid of it all. The scourge is the most important and 
dare flying through the sun to go see if your ship is okay. All of that, we'll have to find out next time. Uh, uh, I love it. I love Starfinder. We'll catch you next time for some more <sighs> things in space.